0: Today's anecdotal experience is a compilation of anecdotes from previous episodes of the podcast. This is going to be good. No filler. No
1: dumb jokes. Just the good stuff. Just raw dotes. Buckle
0: up. Because it's the law. Click it or ticket. it.
2: Today on the Anecdotal Experience podcast, um, I'm doing, I did, this is the first compilation that I've done. I've been doing this for two years and I've never done a compilation. Never taken, cause these aren't full episodes. They're just stories from the episodes. I don't know why I haven't done this. I just had nothing. I didn't have anyone booked. So this is gonna be great. Uh, first story is Katie Woodruff my one of my best friends I can say that uh, she was assaulted in a bar last year uh, I think this is it's a good story people need to hear uh, she talks about her experience how what that's like that's our first um, what's our first one that's a yeah I actually just realized the order I have them in this first one's super serious uh, the second one I'm gonna do I'm gonna' pop in in between anecdotes and explain them. But this one's... It's good. I thought this was particularly profound. Let's do it. Let's crush this episode with the homie, Katie Woodruff. It's an
0: afterthought to me. Like, I always hang out with dudes and girls and i put them on the same level of playing field but i don't know like a couple weekends ago i was out with a friend and we were at this girl that i didn't know it was heather's dirty Thirty birthday mm-hmm. which was really funny and there was like all these ladies just like in sparkle tops and like you know snapchatting whatever drinking drinks with heather And my friend was like, hey, do you want to come? I don't, like, know these people really well, but it'll be fun to, like, do this bar crawl with them. So I did. And he seemed to be, like, like, we had a really great night. So fun. We, you know, ended up at a bar. And he was, like, talking to a girl. And I have an addiction to pizza by the slice. So I was, like, I got to go. like, when it hits me, it hits me hard. It's normally at 1 a.m. Like, you know about it. Uh So I was, like, I got to just, like, get out really fast. I got to go grab a slice of pizza. I'm not even going to tell Doug. I just, like, I got to go, and I'll be right back. It's, like, he's doing his thing. Yeah. And to me, like, you know, it's in this neighborhood of Cincinnati that I feel very comfortable in. Cincinnati is a small city. Like, you go anywhere, you're going to run into people you know. It's just it's how it is. So I walked down to this pizza shop, and I was just kind of eating the pizza at the bar quickly so I could get back, and this guy was, like, trying to talk to me, and I also was just, like, really enjoying my alone time after being at this, like, obnoxious bar party thing, you know, and putting on face for people all day, so I was, like, just taking it in, uh, and he just would not stop talking. He was, like, a well-dressed man. I didn't feel threatened, but I did look at him, and I rarely do this. I'm normally really engaging with everyone, but I was just like, hey, dude, like, I am sitting here eating this pizza real fast. going to get out of here soon. I really don't feel like chatting with you. I want to be left alone. And then it just became bigger and bigger, and he was like, oh, did you hear that? She wants to be left alone. And I was just like, yeah, I'm sorry. But I'm not that sorry, please kindly fuck off, you know? And the bartender was a really cool dude, he like came over, he's like, Are you cool? And I was like, Yeah, no big deal. Like, to me, I'm a human and I can handle myself. I'm an adult. Um but I got up to go to the bathroom after like he just kept like, you know, talking to me and he followed me in. And that's when I became aware of what I was wearing. I became aware of what I must have looked like to him. And he grabbed me, put me up against the wall, and, like, put his hand up my skirt. And, of course, like, the repercussions of that, like, I, like, pushed him off, screamed, like, everyone, it was maybe, like, a five, like, not even a 30-second thing. Everyone was on board. He, like, got kicked out of the bar. But then it became a scene that I was embarrassed about, and the flood of emotions just happened where I was just bummed because I... First of all, just think that I don't, I think I had mentioned this to you. I don't feel like his intention was to rape. I don't feel his intention was to, like, he was just so horny that he had to do it. I think it was a power play. It was, you don't want to talk to me. You're a bitch. Look how physically I can harm you now. Like, I can make you feel uncomfortable Yeah. because I don't deserve to be talked to that way. Um and so that just like opened up I was just the dude the next day and this has happened before it's happened to women that I know like I used to live in Chicago one of my friends had someone rub his boner up against her on the L and we we discussed it amongst ourselves like in you know circles of women and I talk about it with everyone because I not everyone it's a close people to me but I'm open to talking about it, because it's a real thing that happens, but, you know, I I then began to think, even as like a very independent person, that maybe I shouldn't have worn such a short skirt that night, I had on like an overall skirt, maybe I should have been nicer
2: to him now, and it sucks that I have to think that way. Right.
0: Like, does he win because I now think that way? Like, I was so bummed all Sunday, didn't want to go out, canceled plans because I felt like I don't have control over my own body anymore. And this, this outside force now controlled it for that moment, yeah. which uh, I'm still processing. Like, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I think it sucks. A lot of people have been through worse. Um, but it reminded me that I'm a woman, and to me, that's gender. Gender is, like, something that you act out. Like, it's something that's created by all of us in the world, and it's not really an inherent thing. And so that was that's what bumps me out. Yeah. That I can't be as free as someone else because of that.
2: Well, I think what it um, is... And you're totally right. I think you, I think that guy probably wasn't used to being told no. And that really made him feel like he lost, like you had control over the situation. And you weren't even trying to. You were just trying to eat pizza and be left alone. But that made him feel weak. So he wanted to remind you, hey, look. I have control over the situation. I am. You wanted to scare you and make you feel like you're. Listen, I'm in control here. You don't tell me to fuck off. Because he wanted to have something over you. All right. And it, yeah, it, it sucks. And I don't know. It like because we, you know, we kind of talked about this. It is a hard thing to like. Are you being too preemptive? Are you letting the terrorists win by? not wearing a skirt or, you know, but really you just avoid that happening because that's traumatizing.
0: Yeah. Well, I just think it's important to note that it still exists. and Even though I think you were talking on the last podcast about, or, uh, you know, the guy that you interviewed was about Hillary and how women have come so far because there was a female candidate, but she didn't win. (laughs) Like, misogyny still exists in the world, and I don't think we can ignore that it's still there, Um, and that women have to, we have to be, if we want to get to the level of a man, we have to be above and beyond in everything we do, and also keep in mind that we have to keep our defenses up. Like, I can travel, the financial stability to travel wherever I want, And I can do it alone and feel comfortable, but in the back of my mind, I am always thinking now because of moments like that that happen. uh, You know, am I safe? Like, it's 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 a real thing, and so.
2: Okay. Uh, Yeah, that was so. That was Katie's. That's just an excerpt from Katie's episode. If you want to listen to the full thing, go to uh, the episode called the negative things that nobody wants to talk about. Uh, There's a lot more to it. Man, that's a good episode. Uh, This next, this is uh, Tilly Thompson. This next story, this is a very brief story that was in the middle of her talking about her experience as a pharmaceutical sales rep. This was a job she had. I'm not gonna, you're gonna know what I'm talking about, but this is a job she had before she was in pharmaceutical sales. She uh came out to California and uh needed money. She needed uh extra money. It ain't cheap out in SoCal. Let me tell you. Um you know this. I'm going to shut the f*** up. Let's listen to Tilly Thompson.
1: Going to calling on Home Depots and trying to sell them tools like didn't oh, really yeah, work you were out. Yeah, that, and yeah. then I was like on the side to make extra money. I had a nanny. I was like taking, I took care of an autistic kid for a while who just yeah. wiener slapped me the whole time. It was Dude, pretty rough. for real? Yeah.
2: You got wiener slapped? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah. I don't want to break was... <laughs> from topic, but explain.
1: Okay. So when I first moved out here again, I wasn't making a ton of money for Los Angeles. Right. So I found a job. They reached out to me on care.com which you can find people for babysitting. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: And it ends up, I go and... The parents are, like, they're not famous, but they have both worked with famous bands. Yeah. Like, as background people. Uh-huh. And they're really nice. And then it ends up that the kid, they're like, you know, he's autistic. Have you ever worked with anyone with special needs? I'm like, no, I've never done any of that. Yeah. And ends up, he was 17 when I first started. And he was very on the severe, like, end of the autism spectrum. Like, yeah. he couldn't talk. He couldn't do anything on his own. Okay. So I would take care of him. I think it was like 20 hours a week. It'd be like Monday and like Fridays after work and then all day Saturday. Uh And again, I was just not, I wasn't trained on how to like take care of special needs. Yeah. Yeah. And the first, you know, week was just following, you know, him and his dad around to see, like, you know, get to know him, see his schedule because he's very, like very habitual and has to stick to his schedule. Right. Um. And he had really long hair, and he liked to like let it blow in the breeze.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Um, and I got down to the schedule, and then one day, or it was probably on the on the second week, um, the dad came down. He's like, all right, I'm going to give, we'll call him John. Okay. I'm going to give John a bath. And I was like, okay. He's like, well, you should probably come and watch since you're going to be doing this. And I was mm-hmm.
2: like, you what didn't coming know.
1: No, I was like, coming in? Yeah. He's like, yeah, so call him up. And I was like, this is awkward. I mean, he's a 17-year-old kid. I think I was like 24, 23 at the time. Yeah. So was like, it's just awkward, you know? Yeah. Um, Do the whole ritual. Then you have to like brush his hair and blow dry it and all that. Uh, and you didn't know you were getting into. Didn't really know what I was getting right, into. Yeah. And then he's also, he was a, I'm a short person. I'm five, five one and three quarters right. in the mornings. Um, He was like six foot tall. Okay. And I knew I was in over my head, but I didn't want to quit or say that it wasn't for me. Even though I knew I wasn't capable of it, but I felt yeah. like it would make me look like I was a bad person.
2: Like, yeah, you, you couldn't handle I mean? it. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, like I wasn't
1: trying to be like, I don't know. I wanted to help out, and I just there, didn't want it to yeah. be like I was the bad person. That's a tough job. It was.
2: And it was just a really weird if situation. You're like, you know what? Too much. Yeah. Being enough human. And yet. then it
1: started like happening where like, yeah, he really loved to pull his. His, his penis out. Okay. He, I think it's because he also, all he knew was like reactions. He could read off reactions of people. He
2: thought it was funny. So
1: he, yeah, I think it's because probably my reaction was like, oh, put it away. You know, you can't go running around like this. right And he didn't, I mean, one time I told him to put it away and then he ran up to me and pushed me off my bike. So he doesn't like when I told him not to have it out. And then, um, yeah, he would go through these phases though, where he could be kind of violent. And so, again, I don't know how to handle this stuff. Oh, so this like, sounds
2: like the worst job.
1: <laughs> yeah, I did it for two years. Oh, my but he, gosh. But um, he actually, one time at my apartment, he punched a hole in the wall.
2: Uh.
1: And then there was time at his house, he, like, ripped the sink out of the bathroom wall. And then he, like, tried to throw a radio at me. He ended up breaking their TV, um, just things like that. And I would try and address it to the parents, and they was like, well you know we're trying to figure out his medication i'm like i understand it's just i am not all quali- again i'm just not qualified for this like i don't know what i'm doing
2: so did you say like i quit
1: it ended up what being the straw because well so with the wiener slap. yeah you gotta slaps. get you gotta okay get, yeah. so what that so, was so yeah. again so i'd have to bathe him right He just floating around in there and when he gets out he like uh puts his you know foot up on the ledge of the bathtub yeah to dry him off okay so i'm just drying him off you know as i do right all of a sudden i'm hearing a you know yeah tapping yeah. on my head and i feel it And i'm like is he like hitting me i was like that's weird and I look up and it's his penis just slapping oh, it on my, my head gosh. he thought it was really funny and it is funny when you look back at it if it doesn't happen to you so disrespectful <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> if it's not you um and there was even times like he would like pin me down and try and bite my boobs. And his mom walked in. Oh. And his mom was like, "Oh, he likes you." And I'm like, "That's He's not my goal." No, like, the and, he likes was, you. and again, he like he turned 18 during that time. So this is an 18 year old kid yeah. with like full raging hormones that doesn't know how to express it. You know, he has no expression or like right. So he outlet. rapes people. Well, he I want no to he was if, a, if I assaulting. did that to someone, <laughs> people would be like, "You're a fucking <laughs> rapist." Yeah, like you're not supposed to do that. Yeah. And it was more of like, again, I feel like You're not supposed what to do that, and you're supposed also going to, to jail. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then the final straw was actually, and again, the whole time my mom's like, you need to quit. Get out of there. Right. You need to quit. Um he liked to go to the movies on Friday night, and usually he would just fall asleep. But this Friday night, he um was had his like, I think they're called stems when like he would kind of flap his arms sometimes, or he'd sit there and he'd try and like break his fingers yeah or like he really liked my eyelashes so he'd always come and he'd like mess with them
2: right
1: so first he was in a good mood that's a good mood thing though when okay. he's messing with my eyelashes he's in a good mood
2: right
1: it's kind of irritating i'm probably gonna get pink eye but right. you know he's I happy, just, he's happy yeah, so yeah, go yeah. ahead no deal fondle yeah. away with the eyelashes yeah. so he does all that and then <laughs> stay away
2: from my boobs <laughs> yeah. man It's yeah. your teeth away from right. my teeth yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> keep your penis in your pants (laughs) we're all good go ahead if this is is right yeah but then he started just bending his fingers back yeah like then he just like jetted um down the aisle and there's during the previews like you know the emergency exit by the big screen Mm -hmm. so i followed him out to make sure because it goes to an outside alley so i follow him out there and he just um starts taking off his shoes and he starts throwing them so he's in his mood and he's like Bending his fingers back. So we're sitting down on the curb, probably as far away as you and I are. So like maybe four feet. Yeah. And I'm texting his mom to let her know that we're going to head back. But I'm waiting till he calms down because it's dangerous to drive. And he's like that. Mm-hmm. And um, then all of a sudden he just leans over, just lunges at me and and starts ripping my hair out.
2: Are you kidding no, me? No, it was just
1: like ripping out. And he wouldn't like, and I'm like, so I'm screaming. And finally he stops, which it feels like it's been forever. And I'm just crying. I think more of like the shock of it. Um, oh and he's got, gosh. like, two two handfuls of hair. My head's bleeding. Um, oh so I call gosh. his mom, and I'm, like, crying and stuff. She's like, okay, we'll come and get him. And then in the meantime, he's just, like, punching a cement wall. He's, like, trying to break his fingers. So his dad comes and gets him. Um, we get back to their house around 11, and I usually finish around midnight. And the dad, he was just like, well, um, I guess you can go home. We'll... We'll go ahead, we'll pay you for the full night, I guess. But um, we'll see you tomorrow. I'm like, okay. Uh, so I go home, and then, of course, I start feeling bad. I'm like, you know what, it's not his fault. Cause like the dad said "You his medication. They're when he says we'll see medication. you tomorrow
2: and I guess we'll pay you for the full day. <laughs> right. Are you like, are you I was like, of course kidding. you're
1: going to pay me for the, like, you're, oh, thank you for giving me a free hour of work. It was, yeah, I was getting paid $10 an hour with taxes were being taken are out. Are you kidding taxes me? Taxes were being taken out too. Oh, it wasn't my like gosh. the, that is when you so go babysit and you get like, you're like, oh, this is all cash under the table. Right. I, I actually had, a, they actually taxed me. For 10 bucks an yeah. hour? Yeah oh man so then it was um and i thought about actually uh, like going back in the next day on saturday but then i was like when i was showering just more hairs just falling out i was like no i was like i can't like i felt like i had tried to quit so many times before that but they would always be like well what if we do this for you or what if we do this and like his medications are changing and i'm like it's always going to be like this it's a manipulation and i I think it's also because i think he, like, the kid, John, we'll say, he, I think he also knew that I didn't know what I was doing. I think that you can kind of feel it. He, and he like, take advantage so He could take advantage of, of me. Yeah. He knew he was bigger than me.
2: Right. You he, kind like scared Yeah, of him. and
1: whereas, like, his other caretaker was a guy. Right. And, like, would, would you know, wouldn't put up with anything.
2: I think there is something to that. I think there are, people can sense weakness. Yeah. And then they'll just, that sucks, though.
1: Yeah, and so then finally, like, um so, I, yeah, I, called them. And I was like, I'm sorry. I just, I really can't, Yeah, this isn't, I, I don't feel safe anymore. It doesn't make sense. I'm just not qualified. I think it behoove everyone to get someone that knew what they were doing. Right. And then when I went in to get my last check, they tried to convince me to stay again. And they were like, well, what if we have another guy there with you? I'm like, well, that just doesn't even make sense. Why would you pay two people? Right. Instead of just, just have the one that's qualified, yeah. just do one person. And that's it. But even the parents, like during the day, he was with a special education teacher. She would come and like take care of him. And they even had a private chef for him because he has to be gluten free. Uh
2: So
1: they had a private chef for him. And then right after the daytime special ed teacher left, either me or the other guy would come until he went to bed. So really, I mean, like even the parents themselves never stepped up and never took care of him.
2: Oh, yeah and you were cheap
1: i was cheap yeah real cheap that was definitely not enough money oh
2: you you could have you realize now you could have sued the pants off of the family and then also care.com
1: yeah do you why? know what i mean no because you were assaulted oh, that's true you well, were also, like that's guess- a
2: you could have pressed charges you could have I don't yeah. know. I'm frustrated. I mean, for it's you. more. I, you can put your, being put like your hair being pulled. It hurt. I, I think and it was it's bleeding. Yeah. It was actually bleeding. You're ripping out chunks of your That's like. I don't. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm there, was, no, yeah
1: there was a lot so of bad. stuff that happened, yeah. but it's more of. It's not his fault, and I knew that. And it's more actually, and I still. I blame his parents, not him, obviously. I don't know. I think it's. Yeah, I get they what should saying. have figured out his. Like I said, I did it for two years. They could have figured out something during that time, because this was the entire two years was always there's always something.
2: Yeah, so, there's always some sort yeah, of reason that, like, it's yeah. going to get better, but it's never going to get better. Right, I mean, like, yeah. after
1: everything, he was, you know, throwing everything and everything's getting broken or he'd try and run out in the street. Like, I... Yeah. 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 I don't really know. But I think it was, to them, they thought that they were... Because they actually got paid money by the state because that's how disabled he was.
2: Oh, interesting.
1: So, that's why I had to get taxed. But I think because of they should, like... He was supposed to be actually kept in a home, a special needs home, but they did not want to do that to him. And I understand. I mean, I haven't been to any of them, but I'm sure they're not great. So I think that they thought by having us like caretakers watch him and like him living at home, that was better for him. Same time. It's like, or was it really? Or should he be around real specialist who can actually take care of him?
2: Yeah, it's a tough I mean it's a tough position as a parent. I don't yeah, really know what the is. answer is it is. I mean exactly. I think until you, you got actually... <laughs> shafted for sure <laughs> Until
1: you're in that situation, you have no idea what you would do. You know?
2: Yeah. Uh that was Tilly Thompson. Man, what an experience to have. What a crazy thing to have happen to you. She speaks with it. She speaks with it. She talks about it with such ease. Uh, that would have really messed me up. That would have given me PTSD. Seriously, that's a terrible experience. But she speaks about it with ease. She lets it roll off her shoulders. Is that what they say? Roll off your back? This next anecdote is Zach Powers talking about. Well, he'll explain it to you. Let's do it. Did I ever tell you, did I ever tell
3: you that I went on a date one time with a girl? <laughs> Uh, Did I tell you this? Maybe. What is it?
2: I'm uh, <laughs> repossessing
3: This house. so
2: sad. Or, all right, here's the deal. I think I know this. Go on. Yeah.
3: <laughs> During all this time, again, like, I can't stress that, like, in my specific life, this was really, really difficult, is that my dad was out of work. It was really tough on my mom. She was the only one working. I was just trying to make it through school and, like, take care of my younger brother. There was a lot of stuff going on, and at a certain point, it got so bad that the bank was foreclosing on my parents' house, uh-huh. okay? And at that point, I'm like, I want to say like I'm 19, like I'm in college, whatever. Okay. Um And I was like, I, I was using, I they didn't have Tinder when I was 19. Mm-hmm. If they did, people weren't using it. So I was like on OkCupid, <laughs> which is just, uh, yeah a Bermuda triangle of loneliness and despair, <laughs> but I matched with this girl and we just started talking and she like, I was just like super sad. So I'm just going for it. All right. Like okay. any, in any, like I'm like, let's go out, let's go out on day. Yeah. Maybe who knows? we might like go hook up, you know, who knows, whatever. Yeah. So match matched with this girl and, uh, <laughs> I go out, we go out on a date and we start talking and, uh, you know how it is like you don't really know each other's last names you know mm-hmm. you just see their first name on the profile right. so we're, we're out we're like um getting coffee and we're just talking and she was not in she didn't go to college she was like 22 she was a little bit older than me and i was like so what do you do she's like oh i work for a bank i'm like oh that's cool like what do you do and uh she was like oh i work for Citibank. i deal with like mortgages and like housing and stuff like that and me being the person i am i was just so oblivious i just kept pushing it and i was like wow like mortgages stuff like that knowing that my parents house was being foreclosed on and she was like it's kind of embarrassing but I kind of deal with foreclosures. And I was like, oh, really? And that there, I'm like, well, this is crazy. Like, my parents are losing their house because of some piece of shit giant corporation bank. Yeah. And this lady is a person who facilitates like right. foreclosing like this is terrible yeah and i'm just like that's i'm like wow like i was trying to play it cool like oh it's not bad like everybody needs a job yeah and i was like what bank do you work for she's like city bank which yeah. was the bank that my parents mortgage came from right and then it started clicking in my head i'm like this city's only so big like what's going on here <laughs> yeah and she literally like it literally was a, a pause like a dead silence she was like what's your last name? I was like, no. I was like, <laughs> like power. She's like, I think I'm foreclosing on your parents. And I no was like, no way.
2: Yeah. Oh my gosh. And Wait, I, did she, how did she, she asked, what's your last name? Did she you asked, last name. Did you mention that your parents' home was
3: being foreclosed? Yeah, because we were kind of, like, that's what I'm saying, like, in the conversation. Okay. We like, yeah, like, I deal with foreclosure. I'm like, yeah, my parents, I, I kind of, like, oh, worded it vaguely. man. I was like, yeah, my parents kind of went through something like that before, Imply, like, trying to imply that it wasn't happening right now. Cause, right. Because, first of all, I had no plans of, like, dating this chick at this point. I'm like, you're awful. Like, all you know right. I, mean? so okay. I was just trying to, like, not make it awkward. Yeah. And she's like, I think, she's like, I think I'm, like, your parents' caseworker. And I was like.
2: Uh, I was like, "Uh,
3: (laughs) all right. And then like, we just kind of like drifted off. And then she was like, straight up. She was like, so do you want to like come back to like my apartment? And I was like, no, no, no way. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh yeah. She
2: wouldn't. It was a coffee date, and she just brought that up, and she said, do you want to come back to my apartment? Maybe she thought you were homeless.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I know I took your parents' house away, but you won't come back and, like, let me fuck you? (laughs) (laughs) No, dude. I didn't think about it like that until now. I just assumed she was trying to hook up, or, like, I thought it was just, like, pity sex at that point, where she was just like, I just feel bad, and I but you said no I said no I was like no I was like (laughs) I was like I'll I'll text you later and I just never did I saw on Facebook she has a kid now so I hope uh, her house gets foreclosed
2: on oh yeah man okay that's the episode what a funny story man I love that episode that one's called Scum you can listen to it on the SoundCloud the iTunes whatever you whatever you do uh thanks This was fun. Yeah, I'll see you later. Bye.